in, in, along the good line, in, in, along the good line, hey, hey, hey. Look at Miss Goody Goody Pussy right there with the pretty ass face and the pretty ass hair. Y'all, welcome back. Welcome back to the Black Gay Vegan Podcast. I am the, not a, but the Black Gay Vegan. I see you girls out there trying to be the Black Gay Vegan, the Black Gay Vegan, a Black Gay Vegan, uh, all these other things. Please stop. It's me, girls. Anyway, Black Gay Vegan, a.k.a. the Monstera Mommy, a.k.a. the Fiddly Fag, a.k.a. still fucking your husband, what you gonna do? Alright, I said I'd be back last week, <laughs> and that didn't happen, and I'm gonna go ahead and address that. This podcast may be weekly sometimes, this podcast may be bi-weekly sometimes, I may randomly take a month off, I may post twice a week. That's what it's giving. I'm going to later focus in on the fact that I am obsessive compulsive. Yes, I have obsessive compulsive disorder. I am autistic as shit. Yes, I have ASD, autism spectrum disorder. I also have ADHD. Yes, attention, what is it, deficit hyperactivity disorder. Yes, ma'am. So, also clinical depression and generalized anxiety and many other things that I'm sure I'm not aware of about myself. So, You'll get this podcast when you get this podcast, okay? I'm out here in the real world, living the real life bullshit with these crazy ass white people in the South. And I'm not even going to do that because you niggas get on my nerves too. Anyway, I said I would come back this week and talk about a few things that I'm not going to talk about. Like Kevin Samuels, I no longer care. The Boston Massacre, I may address later. I can't, Boston. The Buffalo massacre where our black elders were gunned down and one of our black peers was gunned down um by crazy cracker we talked about that briefly last week i said i was going to get more into it this week i i do not have it in me it is not in me to discuss that any further um as far as what happened in texas i i believe i said i was going to discuss that or maybe that hadn't even happened yet i can't remember but what i'm not going to do is talk about that okay police want to let uh kids die at school hey Hey, America wants to let kids die at school and black people die in grocery stores. Hey, I do my part. You know, I'm not killing nobody. Moving right the fuck along. So it is 6.56 a.m. I am an early bird. I am also somewhat nocturnal, which is, I don't know how that works, but it does. Or rather, it doesn't work, but it's going on. That's what the goings on is. Um, I am on about a liter of coffee already. I am drinking water and scotch. One moment. Mm. Delish. Mm. This is Laphroaig scotch. No endorsement. Mm. Real smoky, real pizza. So you may have guessed about the title or maybe not because I may change the title. This episode is going to be about astrology. Yes, one of my favorite things. It's actually just part of my being, part of who I am, part of how I operate in the world. I've used astrology for a long time to better understand people. And lately I've come to realize it is really more of my map on how to interact with people because I more or less do not understand social interactions as well as I um, mask like I do or as well as I seem to. 
uh, I'm actually often using archetypes and parallels I can draw between people and traits that I can match up and astrology. I use astrology a lot to predict people, to understand their actions towards me, to understand their needs and desires and how that relates to our dynamics together and our relationships. And I feel like some people just can do that. <laughs> I need tools. So astrology is one of my favorites. And if you know me, you know that already. I'm not sure there's a day that goes by that I don't discuss or tweet about astrology. So, since this is the Black Gay Vegan Podcast, I am the Black Gay Vegan and astrology is my shields. Let's get into it. But first, last week I did say I would come back and talk about a few things like my post-COVID diet. I think I'm maybe three weeks post-COVID at this point, and I really have not consumed I can give you probably a list on one hand if I count out five things of what I have consumed, different meals since I had COVID. Vegan burgers for dinner half the time. Smoothies for breakfast or lunch half the time. Salad. That is it. I've had vegan burgers, smoothies, and salad since I had COVID. And that's really all I have a taste for. It's not that my taste buds are all fucked up and I can't smell and all that. It's that... Something in my being has just changed. I'm not sure what it is or why, but I'm, I'm really not interested in most food right now. Most food that is not sounding interesting to me right now. I don't have an appetite for a pasta or like, ugh, ugh, like a quinoa bowl. <clears throat> okay, I really almost threw it. No, ma'am. No, sir. I am just not interested. So fresh fruit smoothies maybe a little protein powder a little pea protein in there yeah a nice salad and by salad i don't mean a do it up salad with cucumber and chickpeas and all that shit like i used to i mean spinach tomato and a simple dressing i just whip up you know in my little um little whisk bowl shout that has been my diet. That's all I want. Lots of water, lots of coffee, lots of oat milk. And I have had alcohol twice since I had COVID. Um, this scotch being the second time. Mm. 7.07 a.m. I'm drinking scotch. What a life. Next. I really can't remember how much we talked about it last week, but this retrograde eclipse energy wild as fuck still feeling it still reeling from it this retrograde had motherfucking hands and paws hooves hooves like so many people i know got in car accidents and broke up and got back with their exes and just the wildest shit for me my ac unit just just ass just dropped the fuck out the race I mean, just drop the fuck out. It's going to be a high of 89 today. If you're unfamiliar, I live in the Sizouth, okay? In the Carolinas and not up in the goddamn mountains, okay? It is hot out here. Two T's, capital T's. It's hot. And <laughs> the fact that my property sold about six months ago to a new owner has really played a bad hand in this whole deal because six months ago 
This would have been fixed in a couple of days. I would have had no issues. But now they, you know, can't find the unit they need. And, you know, it's not the unit on the roof. It's the receiver here in my unit. And they, you know, the receiver's hard to find. And they bought them 10 years ago. And I'm like, okay, great. It was a 10-year-old unit. Why did y'all not have an extra one lying around? Because I've done the math. There's 100-something units here, about 104, I believe. And each one pays y'all a minimum a minimum thousand dollars so y'all raking in a hundred thousand dollars a month gross at least y'all should have some spare ec units sitting the fuck around and not this window unit that y'all brought me okay i'll tell you this retrograde had motherfucking his hands like already had covid already missed 12 days of work after i spent a butt load shit ton of fucking money right before so that's not fun. Rent coming up and I'm just looking crazy like. Woo. So, yeah, they brought me this window unit and it's just not it's just not doing it. It is not. These ceilings are 16 foot. These windows are 14 foot. That's a lot of sunlight that I'm not going to block out because I have plants that need to survive. But then. The way the AC unit works is like by the window and it's super duper fucking cold. So it makes this room super duper fucking cold. And then to get it to the kitchen and my bedroom and way to the bathroom, which is on the other side of my apartment. I had to go to Costco and buy two fans, these Wuzu fans. And they're honestly awesome. But that's 80 fucking dollars. And then my power bill is going to be high as shit. I'm just pissed. But yeah, I won't be forgetting this retrograde, this retrograde slash eclipse. And then that one we had back in the middle of June, Bay Bay. Them hoes. Woo. Pause. Hooves. All that. But we gonna get through this. I'm back at work. I am a person who knows how to budget. I'm a person who um, has a good line of credit. I will be just fine. But the audacity of not replacing this unit, and it's been nine, ten days at this point. Like, I just, I'm going to try to keep it cute. But y'all know I can be a real ignorant nigger. Like, I, <laughs> if you see me online, you know, I will I will send you a 10,000 word email and then put it online and tag all of your, you know, business partners and everyone who you who you um you know operate with and all of that you know I'll tag the owner and the boss and you know do all that sort of thing um, with anyone so hopefully they get their shit together because I really don't feel like moving and that's exactly what's gonna happen if I have to show my black hairy ass okay what else is going on <laughs> you know uh, as this show matures evolves um of course this is just episode two i do plan on providing some sections you know get this thing a little more structure i think i'll have a black section a gay section and a vegan section i was going to do that today but then i couldn't really think of anything vegan i want to talk about i couldn't really think of anything black i want to talk about but this gay shit Kind of still on the subject of retrograde. When I say I've spoken to like every ex imaginable. Okay, not everyone. But most of the exes imaginable. The ones I haven't killed off in my brain. 
um, during this retrograde, I mean ex-fuck buddies, ex-boyfriends, former partners, people I've shacked up with and all that sort of thing. It's just, this is a really strong retrograde energy as far as reaching back and Ooh, this gay shit. I just, I just really love being gay. I really do. I also really love being black, and we're gonna discuss that another time. But this gay shit, wow, lit. Like every time I look at a straight couple and the way they operate, I'm just unimpressed. Unimpressed, very much so. And this gay shit is just so much fun. I'm a single guy with no kids. I all of my income is for me, you know. And fifty percent of the dates I go on are not paid for. You know, out of my pocket because of course I'm gay so hey if you ask you pay if I ask I pay it's just great it is just great I love it and you know I have not always been the most confident person but I am certainly gaining some more confidence recently and I, I've never been too down on myself like I ain't hideous I've always been I'm, you know a little conventionally you know I can I pull I pull out here is what I'm saying I pull niggas and these white boys can't lie but, um, and everyone in between can't lie, but, um, <laughs> yeah, love being gay, have been really enjoying reconnecting with a couple exes. I talked to both of the dudes I dated last year in 2021, my two, uh, my two Capricorns, both musicians, both with a lot of Aquarius and Pisces on their chart. The energy doesn't lie. The stars do not lie. A lot of people don't even realize they'll date not the same person, but a similar person over and over and over again. And often it's because you're <laughs> often it's because you need to learn a lesson about dating that person or that type of person. And you're not quite getting it because while I really enjoy the two guys I dated last year, there's no way we could be together in successful relationships, not the kind of relationships that I want. But love those boys. Shout out to. Ooh, should I say names? No, I should not. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> Brilliant, beautiful musicians. Oh, I love Capricorns. Alrighty, and that transitions us right into astrology. Eh? So we are going to discuss astrology, and I'm going to try not to be too long-winded here because I will be discussing astrology many, 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 many more times on this podcast. It's just going to happen. So we're going to call this a light dive, right? Now, I want to talk about these in order, and as much as I enjoy astrology, for some reason, I can just never remember the actual order of the astrological signs. I know it starts with Aries and ends in Pisces, but if you want me to, like... My brain doesn't work in that linear progression like that. I don't know. Unnecessary information for me. All right. So with astrology, you know, about every month there is a zodiac sign. And I say about because it's usually like, say, the 22nd through 23rd of the month is where the um, astrological the zodiac sign will change. The, the sign changes. However you say that, I'm drinking scotch. So what I'll be doing, I'm going to discuss things that I like and things that I don't like. Because, of course, I'm a Virgo moon rising in Mars. I always have to tell you what I don't like. <laughs> but the cancer in me will also love to tell you what I do like and love about each sign. And I'm going to be doing this from the perspective of sun signs. I'm talking about your sun sign. Your sun sign is who you see yourself as, how you present yourself to the world mostly. 
rising sign would be more how you interact with the world moon sign is more who you really are your sun sign is who you think you are and how you present yourself and how you'd like to be seen let's get into it aries the ram mm. i love how aries like to talk I love how Aries love to communicate and share ideas and they low key like to debate, but sometimes you find the one who's a little more calm and they really just want to discuss perspectives or exchange perspectives rather and discuss a wide variety of topics. And as someone who can just talk, 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 like me, that actually works out. So, Aries, love that y'all love to talk, love that y'all are a little impulsive, I love my impulsive fire signs, I can usually pull y'all right up off a of grinder, y'all come give that shit up bare. I mean, not that I do that a lot, but <laughs> when I used to, or when I choose to, I know an Aries is pretty much gonna come step. What I don't like about Aries, y'all tend to be a little, and I said I was gonna talk about sun signs, but I'll, I'll dip and dabble. I don't I don't really like Aries moons that much. I love the compassion of Aries moons. I love that kind of childlike joy that y'all tend to have, but also that emotional immaturity. Mm, really don't like that. But Aries suns, y'all kind of get that too. Y'all can be a little immature. Mm, that's hard to say. It's really Aries moons. Aries suns, it's more just like there's, there's an eternal youthfulness, and that's great for y'all, but sometimes I'm trying to be a little more serious than I think an Aries will allow me to be, and that can cause a little bit of friction. But I do have some people who I consider very close to me who are Aries, people who I really care about, really give a shit about, and would show up for are Aries, and they've shown up for me. I, I've actually found Aries to be quite dependable, and I don't know if dedicated is the word, quite loyal. Aries are quite loyal, and I really love that about them. Let's move on along. Next, we have Taurus, the bull shitter. <laughs> yes, the bull shitter, because y'all know y'all lie. Taurians love to lie now. And I think it's because they don't like change so much. They like things to stay the same. And so, you know, the world is full of change when things are changed. And they're like, hey, now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, I like Taurus women a lot more than Taurus men. I will say that. <laughs> or Taurian men. Taurian men, there's just always going to be a time where I'm just like, are you are you dead ass? Like, are you serious? Because this is how we were thinking six, seven years ago. I'm a little concerned that we're still there. A little concerned that we're still, still thinking this way and doing these things. Taurians are low-key hedonists. Love to fuck, love to have sex, can do it every day in a routine with no problem. And they really should because they otherwise do not like to exercise in most of them. So great if y'all can get a good workout in in the sack. I love Torians because y'all love to eat and I love to eat. Not necessarily right now, but generally 
I love to share a meal. I love to eat something good. And I just eat, eat something good. And that's what Taurus is about. Y'all are good at picking out the finer things in life. Y'all are great at finding what's well made, what tastes great, what has, what is, what consists of the best products, right? Something that took the best care or the best time or the best energy to create y'all can kind of sense that out and feel that out in various ways and i really appreciate that about a taurus now if you think about taurus you know think about the bull pretty much a docile being relaxed kind of slow moving just kind of feeling their way out through life very much a feeler one thing about a Taurus, you can come at them three or four times and you might get away with it. But that fifth time you come and they come back with them horns, bye-bye. I'm going to stick one right up your ass. Like, they really will. I've seen some Taurians beat some fucking ass, yo. Like, <laughs> I've seen some Taurians snap. Choking motherfuckers out, ripping motherfuckers' hair out. Like, Taurians don't play. But yeah, I... I... I prefer Taurus Risings. Oh, one of my favorite exes, the Capricorn Sun Moon Midheaven. He was a Taurus Rising, and that with my Taurus Venus. Oh my God. Oh, we would just sit. We dated for six months, and we watched TV one time. One time, because we were always just so wrapped up in each other and just having such a time with each other and just having great sex or sharing an awesome meal or drinking a shit ton of coffee and when i say i miss kissing that boy i miss kissing him so much that taurus rising something about oh, oh god i just love kissing him we had the best the best makeout sessions so yeah taurians bit of a hedonist love luxury really good at feeling out the best things they'll put you on the best coffee they'll put you on you know the best soaps out there or something like that you know they usually drive a car that's really well made or sturdy they like sturdy things and i think i've gone back and forth between like and dislike but i'm gonna harp on the dislike for a minute here y'all are liars a lot of Torians lie, and it's because they are hiding, again, the fact that they haven't changed something that they should have changed. Lie about having an addiction, right? Lie about an affair, because, again, hedonist. So if they're not getting satisfied at home, I guarantee you they're out there you know, doing something else. But they're Torians, so they won't just leave. They want the consistency and the stability and the grounding of the relationship. But if you're not, if you're not getting things off, they don't get them things off, <laughs> okay? Things to know. I do not like how Torians will rarely like exercise with me if I try to date them. Like I really want to go on like a three mile walk and you're just not feeling it. And I now I'm not feeling you. You know what I'm saying? But they can smoke almost as much as I do and <laughs> and drink almost as much as well. Y'all y'all got me beat on drinking. So I do appreciate that. And then since y'all like to eat, y'all be like thickums in all the right places, right? Like, Torian's gonna have a little ass on him. That's really where I was going with that. Torian's gonna have some ass on him. I can appreciate it. Right? <laughs> Y'all like this nigga. Yes, this nigga. Anyway, after Taurus comes, Gemini. Let's put in a little sound effect. Like a dun dun dun. 
you know, Gemini and Scorpio probably get the worst raps of the Zodiac. I would say Gemini, Scorpio, and Aquarius get the worst raps, and it's deserved. Like, y'all don't, it's deserved. <laughs> so, I am a Gemini midheaven. I'll go ahead and admit that, meaning, you know, 10th house Gemini, you know, this has to do with your career and such, and your life path. So, I like Gemini midheavens, and I love being a Gemini midheaven. Being a Gemini midheaven means I'm really good at understanding what's for me and what's not. I'm really good at picking things up and putting things down when I need to. Um, some of you have interacted with me and know as soon as I figure out something's not for me, I'm moving the other direction. You know, I may, I may still be there, but I'm starting to turn the other way. I already recognize, ooh, this is not this ain't that, huh? I'm gonna have to put my energy elsewhere. I'm really good at that. I'm really good with my hands. I used to play saxophone. I play a little bit of the flute and clarinet. I just am good with my hands and hand-eye coordination. I'm good at typing and good with service. And you think about holding a food tray with, say, 12 drinks on it and balancing those out and passing those out successfully. That's some Virgo Gemini energy there. But Gemini, sons, <laughs> great to work with. I enjoy working with y'all. Um, fun friends, like a sometimey friend. Not getting too close to y'all. My chart is 51% earth and 40% water. So I got that Gemini midheaven, but I do not have a lot of air or fire on my chart. And air or fire signs, of course, get along best with air signs and Gemini's an air sign. I just... Am really consistent. I am again 51% earth, so I pretty much say what I do and do what I say, and that is not something Gemini is good at. They just, you know, the, the twin sign there, or the just what is it? The sign of the twins. So there's two of y'all. What is really two of y'all? I know Gemini's who who have two different packs of cigarettes that they carry with them at all times because they smoke two different kinds of cigarettes because they you know, he's probably Gemini Sun and Moon because he just flips like he really is two people every fucking day I know a Gemini like my grandmother's a Gemini and a brilliant Gemini y'all are often very intelligent a lot of air signs are very intelligent my grandmother um, was a teacher brilliant teacher science teacher you know they don't let anybody just teach science now head of the department and all that sort of thing did the academic bowl sort of thing brilliant Gemini could bring a fact up about almost anything, and a lot of Geminis can. One thing Geminis do, and my grandmother's a great example, you could like offer them like a praline, and and they'll take the praline and thank you, and oh, these are delicious, blah, blah, blah. And you could offer them a praline a month later, and they'll say, I don't like pralines. I'm sorry? I clearly offered you a praline last month. You accepted the praline. You said you enjoyed. Now you don't like them at all. Okay. You couldn't just say no. Like, they just lie. But it's not really a lie. It's just they're that person at this time. And this person they are right now does not enjoy pralines for some reason. That's the other one. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, but it's so real it's so real and that's why you gotta really watch out for gemini moons because of course your moon is who you really are and how your emotions work and gemini moons have two sets of emotions they really do i generally 
don't fuck with a lot of air moons, Aquarius, Libra, Gemini moons. I really, because again, I really enjoy consistency and honesty. And, and those aren't things that air moons are necessarily the best at, but I do have one Gemini moon who I'll probably always be a little obsessed with. Cancer sun, Gemini moon, either a Leo or Libra rising. I can't remember, but gorgeous and just really fun to talk to and really good in bed. Really good in bed. Flashbacks, flashbacks. Yeah, Cancers are the best book buddies. Now throw in that Gemini moon and we don't, we have that emotional detachment now. We can really fuck. Except I would maybe... Would I marry him? Anyway, so Gemini is intelligent, also good with their hands, great at things like basketball. A lot of Gemini's play basketball. A lot of Gemini's play piano and instruments, like say the violin or string instruments. I know a Gemini cellist. He's brilliant. Love those things. And I've already said what I do not like one thing that gets overlooked about Gemini a lot is the um, it looks like a lack of self-control because they'll say they want to do something they won't do it or they say they don't want to do something they'll do it anyway like say I'm going on a diet I'm not gonna eat sugar cookies and then they end up eating a box of sugar cookies people think they're like weak-willed and that is sort of it but it's really just again two different sets of desires two different sets of emotions often two different sets of personalities just two different personalities and so what gets overlooked a lot is gemini's often have trouble with their weight or being or staying a consistent weight i shouldn't say trouble with weight because that's really you know how the u.s tries to put it how how they try to label gaining weight and that's not necessarily having trouble with weight but i've noticed that gemini's will often in life their weight will change and or fluctuate a good bit for this five years, they might be 180. The next five years, they might be 140. You know, after that, they might go to 200. They'll come back to 160. Big fluctuation in weight. And a lot of that has to do with, like, again, desires and, of course, what's put in front of us as far as, you know, American diets. And it just happens. I've seen it time and time again. Gemini's also usually make great um, actors. <laughs> and that is probably because y'all are good at being fake it's fake the word y'all are good at putting on facades y'all are good at pretending to be someone else so make great actors and actresses think octavia spencer angelina jolie there's people who really make you believe that role i believe that's because gemini's are really always acting in a bit because they realize they have these two sets of desires and ways of thinking and that's not necessarily accepted in everyday life or doesn't work well in most dynamics with people I guess and so I think they're always acting a bit to try to stay in the middle and be the middle ground of both those people and so by the time they you know you want me to act oh that's my life I can do that let's go so Gemini's that's that next up drumroll please Cancer. Yes, Cancer. The best. Can I say that? I don't know. Virgo might be the best zodiac sign. I'm not sure. Virgo or Cancer. No, I'm going to give it to Cancer. 
We'll get back to that. Cancers, definitely my favorite of the Zodiacs. Actually, yeah, Cancer is the best Zodiac sign. Fuck y'all. Definitely my favorite, the, you know, mother of the Zodiac. Yes, that's me. I'm a Cancer sun and Mercury. Mercury meaning, um, or Mercury is, controls the way that you communicate. It's a sign or the planet of communication. And so your Mercury is how you think. Mercury is your brain. So I think and interact like a Cancer often. I, I speak and make room for people speaking like a Cancer and as my sun sign as a cancer, I, I like to see myself as a nurturer. I like to see myself as someone who's sensible, responsible, and a leader. Cancer is a cardinal sign. I do see myself as a leader. Uh, maybe a little too much. I have trouble following leadership because I am so much of a cardinal sign. Again, sun and mercury. Ah, cancer, the crab. What I love about cancer Mostly the stability. Cancers just know how to maintain. You know, they're the crab. They are stable. They have that exoskeleton. Everything in here, it is well, it's it's a little chaotic in here. It is a little chaotic, but it's all contained in this shell, okay? And it is all staying right here. And I'm going to make sure it stays right here until I'm ready to do my little molting process. Isn't that what it's called? And give me another shell. You know what I'm saying? stable i can usually count on a cancer now i've dated a couple cancers and the two of us together that little emotional bit of roller coaster sometimes that can be a bit much um i have a cancer ex who is sitting in a county jail cell right now awaiting trial and is probably going to prison um, for attempted murder we'll see how good of a lawyer he has but cancers can be out there we can be out there because I have also been near um, attempted murder. <laughs> I have talked myself out of many very violent acts and um, and then I've committed some. Cancers are about that life. I, I've read a couple of times where I think the FBI said that statistically cancers are the most dangerous and most likely to commit dangerous crimes. And I completely fully believe that. You know, we are, we're ruled by the moon. So just like the oceans, we'll be steady, calm, and chill. And then we'll crash into the shore and kill everybody. So, you know, deal with us, you know, we're a little delicate. Just deal with us. Talk to me nice is what I'm trying to say. Talk to me nice. <laughs> no, I love being a cancer, though, because at the end of the day, I just want to do the right thing and not harm anyone. I do not eat animals. I don't like to fight. I will fight. I don't like to fight. I don't like to have problems with people. I love being at peace. I mostly just want to take my shoes off, sit in the grass, read a book, and play with my dog. I, I, mean, I'm, I mean, forever. Like, I would be just fine with that. Take me to the beach. Again, we sit down, play with my dog, read a book. I'm great and eat some fruit. I'm fine. You know, I'm real simple that way. Real simple desires. Yeah. Um, some cancers you may know. Elon Musk. Mike Tyson, which is... And you know what? Let's talk about that. The two sides of cancer. Now, he's a Sagittarius moon. 
which is why he was beating Robin Givens' ass allegedly, and we're gonna we're gonna gloss over that. But when you think about Mike Tyson beating someone half to death because they what hit a pigeon or did they kill the pigeon or did they just hit it? They did something to a pigeon. He was like, "Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, niggas," and about about choking nigga to death. So and then you know he was biting my fuckers ear off and shit. We're real protective and crazy. But anyway, Elon Musk also could be viewed as somewhat crazy um he's a virgo moon like myself we have two other placements you know so i like to say i'm a little <laughs> got a little elon in me you know what i'm saying but i'm not like that because not like that and also not like that because i'm not sure how to feel about tesla and its global impact and all that but back to that later and then he just bought twitter oh my god yeah back to that later cancers we are good at well first of all there's two sides of cancer Secondly, or actually there's many sides of cancer because, again, ruled by the moon, so you're going to get all of it. It depends on how I woke up. That's pretty much it. Cancers. Nelson Mandela, of course, had to be a cancer. How long did he sit in that South African prison? 30 years? Okay. And still wasn't finna admit something he didn't do. Still wasn't finna say, you know, what they want him to say. Still wasn't finna, finna recount things he'd said and and dismiss the things he had done he stood proudly on his shit forever and that's me if i do something i'm gonna be proud of it i'm gonna stand on it i don't give a flying finnuck who got something to say about it i am who i am i'm gonna be who i'm going to be that's a cardinal shit that cancer shit is real protective think about a crab you touch a crab you might go ahead and get pinched because i wasn't touching you why are you touching me back the fuck up right so protective of ourselves very much i (laughs) i won't come at you but if you come at me it's gonna be some tussling it's gonna be some furniture moving around it's gonna be some hair on the floor it's gonna be some blood splatter and that's that's a figgy fact that is a figgy motherfucking fact been there done it hopefully won't have to go there again but yeah cancer's real protective real protective of ourselves and others I'd like to bring you to Solange, another famous cancer, a June cancer like myself. Solange put her stiletto in Jay-Z's belly button a minimum of 17 times. Okay? Throwing her clutch at that nigga. Oh, and I want the audio because I know he was every bitch-ass, bunion foot ass nigga. I just know she was going in on the nigga's Jemima lips. I just know for a fact she called the nigga Conehead. <laughs> Not need. I just know she and that's really problematic. But I know she went the fuck in on that nigga. Oh my god. Beyonce was just standing there like he does deserve this. <laughs> that's that Virgo shit. The peaceful one. Allegedly. But anyway, yeah, so cancer. Very protective of ourselves and others. Uh, I have fought people for my friends and family. I have threatened people's lives for my friends and family. I have pulled up and hopped on planes and jets for my friends and family and shown up like, so somebody gonna die today? Somebody gonna die today? Somebody gonna die today? But yeah, at the end of the day, nurtures, sweethearts. Now, some of us, now, when you get an unevolved cancer who's, like, been through something and, like, blame the world for it and all of that, that can get iffy. Okay, that can get iffy because, again, Mike Tyson was beaten. That moon sign can really fuck up a cancer. I will say that. 
especially like a fire moon with the water sun. Those two things are always battling each other. Those cancers tend to be a little fucking crazy. And then back to air moons. If you're air moon and water sun, you kind of have a hurricane effect going on a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> things are kind of getting stirred up. There's a little bit of chaos there. And woo. But um, cancer moons, it may be a no for me, dog. I'm not sure. I've been on in an on and off um, sexual relationship with a cancer moon for like, God, seven years at this point. Um, he's married now. And, oh, I've also been fucking a married cancer son on and off for like five or six years. Now, that's interesting. Cancers do cheat a lot. I have noticed a lot of cancers cheat. I don't. But I'm a Taurus Venus. But yeah, cancers might be cheating on you. I would look into that for sure. And cancer moons. Now, those emotions now with the moon being how you deal with emotions and cancer being ruled by the moon. When you're a cancer moon, you have deep emotions, deep emotions. And those are not emotions that you want to try because, again, really defensive. So when a cancer moon gets emotionally offended, Look the fuck out, all right? Okay. Last bit on cancers, real dedicated. I would say loyal, but mm, a lot of us aren't. Real dedicated, I will say that. May not be loyal to you because a lot of us cheat, but we'll have your back for life. There are a lot of people from my past who know I still got your back. There are people who are in my life now who know, got your back. I'll hop on a plane. I'll hit the highway. I'm just there. I'm reliable and dependable. That's just that. Right? Next, after cancer, we have the Leos. And I feel like Leos try to act like they're cancers and try to act like they're... Leo and cancer, we have a thing. But y'all try to act like y'all are, you know, nurturing and kind and loving like us. But let's get real. Leos are all about themselves. Period. You are not going to convince me otherwise. Leos are self-centered. And I know that is a very negative thing um, in Western culture, supposedly, but they are. It's just a thing. It's just that's what it is. Not everyone can be, you know, community based. That's just not how things are going to work. Leos are Leo based. Leos are me based. Leos are it's about me. And if it ain't about me, why isn't it about me? And let me tell you how this is about me. Okay. And for me, I know a lot of cancer Leo couples and they're all toxic. (laughs) Leos love the praise and cancers love to give it. Leos love to hear about how awesome they are and how much they're loved and how beautiful they are and all of that. And cancers are the ones who just dote that on out every day for life if you're full and not get anything back. But I, you know, Leos are usually extroverts and I like that because they keep me out of the house. They keep me doing things. You know, you come up with ideas, somewhere to go, a little day trip out of town. Love that. You know, just they love to do fun things, have a kind of childlike essence to them, like all fire signs. And so great to get me out of the house. They are the lovers of beauty, not like Libra, where they actually are, you know, just beautiful. But lovers of beauty, meaning they are always trying to be beautiful and always. Yeah, trying to be beautiful, trying to look good, trying to look good to other people. 
Leos and especially Leo Risings are really about their hair, really concerned with their hair, and they usually have really nice hair. I know some Leos who are like traditionally or like kind of ugly, but their hair is just on motherfucking point, you know? Love me a Leo. I, ugh, I've been in some on and off situationships with Leos for years. Uh, I dated a Leo for about four years. That was again a little on and off. He was ooh six six blonde hair down to his shoulders like a like a lion's mane. Ooh, and I would just grab a hold and ring that ass. Ooh, miss your boy. So yeah, Leo's really fun in bed. Really good sex usually. Just I'm with it. Now, Leo's do be lying. Ooh, Leos are liars. I don't even know why Leos be lying. I don't even know the I don't know the rhyme and reason behind that. <laughs> Astrologically, I just know when a Leo says something, I'm looking I'm looking at it twice. Looking at it twice. Leos like to argue. Leos like to fight. Leos like to fight. And they be thinking it's like play fight and meanwhile I'm finna turn up. <laughs> Leos, like lions, just love to just you know, rum, ruckus around and, you know, let's scream at each other for 30 minutes and then and then lay down and, you know, mate or whatever. <laughs> I just please. I, I'm not interested in that. Leos need that that fire, that passion, but not just the, not just that understood lovey dovey stability passion that cancers give off if that makes sense it's more like i need i need to hear you love me i need to know you love me love me i love you and i'm just like i okay okay i don't need this i don't need this at all i don't know why you're screaming i don't like hollering let's not do it let's not at all do that real fun it will take you on a hiking trip in a minute and, you know, read you some poetry and all of that sort of thing. But self-centered and liars, baby. If I'm lying, you can contact me on my various social medias. Tweet me at Black Gay Vegan and tell me why Leos don't be lying. Okay, but I know y'all do. I know y'all do. There's some Leos I really love, though, like Viola Davis. <laughs> love you amazing actress but also has some really like i would say problematic and i don't want to say anti-black but everything's anti-black just real like middle ground i don't really want to say what i should say because i want to be liked by everyone type deal leos do anyway i like them uh i'll take them now let's see here Virgo. Yes, Virgo. And you know, I think I've decided I'm going to do this in two parts. I'm going to stop after Virgo and do Libra through Pisces next time. Um, As far as Virgo, the maiden, you know, we are the stewards of the Zodiac. We truly are. We make sure things go as they should in the world. Virgos are servants. Virgos are nurturers. Virgos are givers. Virgos 
produce things for the world. That is what a Virgo does. A Virgo is going to make something or make something happen. A Virgo is going to create a physical thing or an idea or ideal. Virgos can be very reserved. And now I'm a Virgo moon, rising and Mars. I am such a Virgo. Cancer, sun and Mercury. So very much cancer too. But a lot of Virgo traits and personality, of course, because that's my moon sign and my rising sign and my Mars sign. I mean, come on now. So Virgos can be quite reserved. And there's another side to that. We are reserved enough to where we always have a little, just a little bottle. You know, like a whole homeless man will have like a little bottle of piss. We just always have like a little bottle. <laughs> and he'll throw it in your face too. We just always have a little bottle of snapping us you know what i'm saying a virgo is so reserved calm chill and you know i shouldn't say us because again i'm talking about sun signs but virgos just have a little pouch just a little in the satchel just way in the bottom where all that reserve shit will go out the window and they will literally snap on you i've seen a virgo shoot up a house or i know a virgo who shot up a house and and went down for it Virgos, there's just a moment, you know, Virgos, <laughs> they may seem really reserved at work. And then you find out they've been like beating their wife at home. Ooh, Virgo men. Ooh, mercy. Virgos tend to be seen as very organized and put together. But there's always a chaos there, right? Virgos ruled by Mercury. Just like Aries, I believe. So always a bit of chaos there underneath the surface. Virgo is a type you get in their car and you're just like, did you just get this detail? And they're like, no, I don't. I don't detail my car. And they just have a very clean, very pristine car on the inside and out. But you get to their house and their room is like piled up with loads of laundry. And there's like a McDonald's cup next to the bed. And they like smoke a whole lot. So the house was like cigarettes and shit. And it's just like, oh, <laughs> huh? <laughs> what the fuck happened here? Yeah, that's a Virgo. Very much a Virgo. Virgos love, um... Virgos have a lot of energy. Think Beyonce. Think Michael Jackson, the greatest performing artist to ever exist. Both Virgos. You got to be, and I, I also think both of them were, I really think both of them were autistic. I really do, but we'll get into that later. Ooh, were. Beyonce's still here. I think Beyonce's autistic, and I think Michael Jackson was. But yes, both Virgos, I would say fucking savants, because... If you think anyone else on this planet can do what Beyonce does or could do what Michael Jackson did, you're out of your motherfucking mind. That's something about a Virgo. Virgos will always be needed because there's always something that only a Virgo can do. That is that Virgo energy. Only we can do it. We are a requirement for the Zodiac and the world, right? Some of my favorite Virgos, Crystal West. Oh. She, she dropped the West. Fuck that. Crystal. Crystal of the Reed. La, 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 love her. She's a Virgo sun and moon. I believe she's a Scorpio rising. She says she's a triple Virgo. So I don't know um, what the other one is, but I'm also triple Virgo. You know, moon rising Mars. So, you know, that's my girl. Love you, Crystal. Um, Beyonce. Of course. I mean, you know, 
Michael Jackson, no longer with us, but one of my favorite Virgos ever. And as a Virgo moon, honorable mention, 21 Savage, my fellow Virgo moon. La, 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 love you, baby. Please let me fuck. Uh, an honorable mention tied into that. Metro Brumen. Brumen. Metro Boomin, a brilliant music producer and artist. Metro Boomin is such a Virgo. Oh, and I'm going to do a third turn here. We're going way off topic, I guess. But, you know, Metro Boomin is a Virgo sun Libra moon. And 21 Savage is a Libra sun Virgo moon, which is why they're like Ace Boon Coon and make amazing music together. And I low-key think... Anyway, well, they would be cute together. <laughs> Obviously, they're both straight. Well, I don't know Metro. They would be cute together. And I, I would. Um, that's a fantasy of mine. They should get together in you know another realm. Please don't give me a shot. So, yes, Virgos. Lots of people who are good with their hands. You're good at chopping wood. You're good at cooking. What's funny about Virgos is they're always an expert in something and completely clueless in something else, right? An expert in wine. I mean, a sommelier, but can't cook a steak, right? Myself, I cannot bake for shit. I don't know what it is. Baking is a science. I'm not good at science, I guess. You got to have the pan a certain temperature. You got to have the butter a certain temperature. You got to stir this in, but only while this is already in and then stir this in and fold this over. And then you mix this part in. Like, I just want to throw it all in a bowl and get it over with. You know what I'm saying? So I suck at baking. But give me a research project. Hell, give me this. All this. Um audio editing and putting all this together this is like a cakewalk to me i could do this all day get my pack my podcast up on eight nine streaming platforms um recording it producing it mixing it doing the sound editing myself no fucking problem baking some muffins not going to happen and it's not just sure some people are good at some things and not good at other things no we're going to be experts at shit and can't do something else like Beyonce, an expert artist and performer. I guarantee you she sucks at driving. Beyonce can't drive. And not just because she doesn't. Beyonce cannot drive. <laughs> I'm just guessing. There's something she can't do. It might be cook. Mm. Virgos, again, create things. Think Urban Eden, H-E-R-B, apostrophe N, E-D-E-N. This is not an endorsement, but them's is my niggas. They are a black um, couple in Atlanta who own a soap and skincare business and they're both Virgos and when you use their products you just think if you know astrology this was made by a fucking Virgo <laughs> like there is no way anyone but a Virgo can make such a beautiful and wonderful product right Ooh, now as a Virgo Mars you know Mars is kind of your work sign so won't get too much into it but Virgo Mars make the best employees on earth Every other Virgo Mars I know is like the favorite at their job because we just come in, analyze, we see what needs to be done, what don't need to be done, what can be improved, and we make it happen. One thing about a Virgo, you show them something imperfect, we will make it perfect. You show us something perfect, we'll show you an imperfection. That's really it. <laughs> so a Virgo Mars at work is just a useful team member. 
a Virgo moon in your, your circle of friends, very much a useful emotional regulator. A Virgo sun, very much just a useful person in general, the type to pick you up um, for, on your way to work, on their way to work, the type to always just kind of be there and be dependable like that. People who know me know I'm just very dependable. I, I'm very much in control of my life. That's that cancer cardinalness. But also my Virgo wanting to not be bothered ever about nothing. So I've created a life where people rarely bother me about anything. But that also means that when someone needs me, I'm usually there. Right. And as a Virgo, I do like being of service. I used to pick up four, like four of my friends heading to school. And I live closer to the school. I mentioned that last week. Being of service. I am a food server. I work in a restaurant. I do enjoy being of service. Even if I don't even like the people I'm serving, I'm like, well, at least I did a good job and served them well. That's the Virgo thing. And I work with a lot of Virgo or I have worked with in the restaurant industry, several Virgo suns and moons. Right. Lastly, there is this like clumsy element about Virgo, and I'm not really sure what that is. Actually, this is not lastly. Second to lastly, there is a bit of clumsiness about Virgos. I'm not really sure where that comes from, but. Virgos just sometimes have two left feet. You know, Beyonce is, I guess, the exception. But if you notice, there aren't a lot of Virgos who are performance artists. That's not really the thing. Virgos mostly like to be left alone. And as far as being a performing artist, a lot of Virgos can't put all that together. There's so much going on in the head. I'm not going to be able to get this dance routine down. I don't know it. I don't know what it is. But when they can dance. They're the best at it, right? Because they're so precise about things. You may not have coordination on one end, but you are so precise and detailed about observing a dance. And you can, in your head, put that together for yourself. And I don't, it's weird to explain, but Virgos are, on one hand, seemingly clumsy and clueless. And on the other hand, brilliant and just necessary, absolutely necessary to keep things going. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next week, we're going to come back and talk about your Libras and you, everyone else, everyone through Pisces. And <laughs> I had to split this up because those two Libra and Pisces. Oh, y'all getting red. Y'all getting red and Scorpio and Aquarius. As a matter of fact, next episode is probably going to be like 20 minutes longer because I already got my attitude ready. Okay. This has been another episode of the Black Gay Vegan Podcast. I am the Black Gay Vegan. The T-H-E-E Black Gay Vegan. There is not another. Don't let these girls fool you. Black Gay Vegan, a.k.a. Monstera Mommy, a.k.a. Fiddle Leaf Fag, a.k.a. I come in him, he comes in you. I don't get it. But if it works for you, it works for me. Bye.